0: Welcome in to 11 personnel, Nick Roush and Adam Luckett here with you during a chaotic first week of December where we have coaches changing, uh, players entering the portal, and uh, a little bowl game uncertainty. So we're going to talk about it all here today for you on the program that's brought to you by our good friends at Port Royal Plants. Uh, This holiday season, go ahead and get your friends and family some Port Royal Plants. It's a Kentucky Proud product that's grown, processed, and manufactured right here in the Commonwealth from Port Royal, right up there, Henry County. Um, I believe they're based out of Owenton. Just visit PortRoyalPlants.com and try some of their products. Uh, I'm a big fan of that CBD bomb. I've been talking about it a while. It's all natural, full spectrum, uh, the best of the best. Any sort of outdoor activities. Um, whether you're tailgating, going to football games, hiking, uh, you can use their all-natural tick, mosquito, bug spray. Try Port Royal Plants; you will not regret it one bit. I can promise you that. Um, Look, like it it's uh, it's been a quick and it, 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 it's it's the off season's lived up to the early hype so far. Uh, the first we, we got a Sunday to catch our breath, um, and we had two players into the portal and two coaches fired just like that.
1: Let's talk about uh, Tanner Bowles literally just entered as we were coming on here, the Alabama offensive lineman um, from Glasgow, 2019 signee. That feels like that could be a guy potentially for Kentucky. So, like, things are happening fast, Nick. I'm wondering, like, <laughs> um, we talked about tampering on our little transfer portal YouTube video earlier. Uh-huh. I'm wondering how many commits we're going to see, like, on December 5th. <laughs> December 6th, <laughs> we're just going to see like um, 100 commits. And our guy Matt Zenitz, man, this is why he makes the big bucks. He is yeah, pumping out these uh, transfer portal announcements. So, yeah, I mean, the the madness is officially underway.
0: Yeah, it is officially underway. Um, we, we've alluded to it in other platforms. We've got a transfer portal preview up on uh, the KSR YouTube page if you'd like to hear us go more in depth about it you can watch that video now you can watch us online you can listen to us wherever you get your podcast we appreciate you tuning in throughout this year um, but let's I guess let's start from the beginning of the week when we had news that John Settle was being let go the first offensive coach out and uh, I, I just appreciate that he had the co-special teams tag that made it much easier to get rid of him right away and it also did too because They weren't waiting around for a bunch of his recruits to sign on December 21st.
1: Yeah, I think um, it satisfied an appetite for some of those in the fan base. wanted to change at special teams coordinator, even though I don't think Settle had much to do um, with the kicking game plan or personnel decisions in the kicking game. And the second part you hit on, the recruiting just wasn't a factor.
0: No, not at
1: all. As a recruiter, so – Bottom line business there, uh, they need some more recruiting star power on the staff. That's a position they're gonna want to upgrade. And I think it's we'll see how this timeline works out with the coordinator hire. But that's a position I think you could like. I think Stoops would potentially feel comfortable maybe hiring first. Um, yeah. We'll see. But like that's the guy they gotta get that that has connections on the recruiting trail and that can go pull pull players for them. Settle wasn't pulling any players, and they lost a lot of recruiting star power, and you just can't have mm-hmm. um, a net negative there when it comes to recruiting. And so he's out after two years, and they really haven't had a lot of running back coaches here, Nick. You look back, Chad Scott, Eddie Grant, John Settle. That's so, it. I mean, that's three in ten years. That's a pretty good run of stability, but mm-hmm. um, now they're going to have to go find somebody else.
0: Yeah, and it's it's one of those things too where uh, trying to uh, narrow our radar on who it could potentially be is uh, is tough um, because it's just it, you can you can cast a wide net and you still probably might not get all the fish that you're looking for, um, but uh, you know our, our our big pie in the sky it went away just like that. Freaking Hugh Freeze. Yeah, you uh, you smart S.O.B. First act as head coach was like yeah. Cadillac. You're staying on staff. That was genius. Yeah.
1: The, the really only hope there was maybe Cadillac didn't want to work for a phony, um, but mm-hmm. but he's you know he's Auburn through and through. So he's he's staying there. And um, the freeze act is going to be uh, Nick. We'll get into this in our coaching carousel episode. Uh, but Freeze's act at Auburn is going to be very, very um, thick. They're going to lay it on thick with him. Uh, and so just get ready for a lot of change. Bobby Petrino-type change man stories. Um, I think we're going to get out of Auburn camp here leading up to the season.
0: Uh, I love that Lane's already just putting the people's elbow out on yeah. Auburn on Twitter. Uh, I think his words were, was going to tweet at you, but heard you can't, can't get onto your account. <laughs> mm-hmm. because uh, hugh Freeze has reportedly got his social media privileges revoked um because the dude can't help but slide in to people's dms to defend himself uh it's ridiculous one one of them he was it was like a sexual assault victim like you're intimidating witnesses dude that's that's like you can go to jail for that right like he's he's a buffoon but he can coach football so yep. that's kind of where we're at right like that's mm-hmm. It's the name of the game um, This is America
1: right. If you're good at something Someone's going to hire you It just is mm. what it is
0: <sighs> It is what it is um, But yeah I mean
1: That SEC media days Is going to be i are going to get some fastballs there I would imagine from some people
0: Oh um, the big days are going to show up in droves, Right like And I'm expecting Tried to get uh, Coach O Yeah that was funny Yeah Yeah, I'm sure Um, we'll have some similar grandstanding.
1: I'm expecting a filibuster. Um, They're from old Hugh. Um, So we'll see.
0: Yeah, yeah. We shall see. Um, But they're going to make recruiting a priority for Kentucky's next running backs coach. And as you said, I don't think it's a – like, that's not a carrot you dangle in front of a new OC. Like, you want right. to go hire a coach? Like, you can just hire him by himself. If they do that, it would be with the offensive line coach. Um, and, but we don't know if they're going to move on from Zach Enzer or not. I would not expect it until Kobe Keenum's letter of intent comes in December 21st. Yeah. Um, as slimy as that may sound, that's just the way it's the way this works. So I don't know. Or they might keep him. I, I don't. We'll see. Well, Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, it just gets, you know, Liam Cohen kind of handpicked him. If he returns, he might want to (laughs) keep Zach Yenzer. Who knows? Yeah,
0: yeah, Um, which I love that that part of the part with this stuff, some of it's like, okay, you all are, we're just grasping at the the names we know, right? But it actually seems like that's Kentucky's first, we got to at least give him a call, right? (laughs) <laughs> so they're gonna give him a call uh, and you know we'll we'll play it um we'll play it by ear um but uh, i'm i'm sorry if i'm a little distracted the the we got a lot of there's there's a lot of stuff happening like it uh yeah it was, <laughs> um
1: <laughs> the calling stuff seems like it could be very real right uh, jake pete who's the assistant quarterback coach for the rams just took the nebraska quarterback coach job correct there's going to be changes made with the rams in the off it just seems like it could be real and so we'll see how it plays out typically nick like there's language in these nfl contracts where they just can't leave um, unless they're fired like like he's it's not like he can just come uh, quit I would say, typically. I don't know how that really all works. But you look at the Rams' schedule, Nick, they play this Sunday. I believe they play the Seahawks at home. Yeah, I believe they play the Seahawks. Then they have a Thursday night game after that. And then after the Thursday night game, they have the Monday night game.
0: So, like a 10-day window right there.
1: got right. You know, if he could get away, that would probably be the window to do it in after that Thursday game
0: yeah um but we'll and,
1: see. and that Thursday would be um the 8th December 8th and so that would be a little bit after a week after Mark Stoops it would be nine days after Mark Stoops in Kentucky let like go of Scangarello and, that, and that, would fit, that would fit the timeline That's right usually right when you, when you would hire someone
0: and that would all like normally I'm I'm quick to shoot down like just because we know the guy right like Eddie, rehiring Eddie Green to be the running backs coach just because we know him, I'm usually like, okay, come on, like we don't we don't need to just do this because we know him. However, the the stuff at LA does give give it a little bit of legs. Like with Pete's movement, like there it the ship seems seems to be sinking a little bit. Um, so you know, as much as like McVeigh might make an exception, like, hey, buddy, why don't you? you go ahead and get out while the getting's good. So kind of sort of deal. I know you like it there, but um, to you at that point though, like I don't think it should be the end all be all uh, because there is a, the, the more I've thought about this locket, the more that I feel like I kind of know the direction stoops is going to go with this. And I really, it, it, you know, if they aren't bringing Liam back the guy from the Eagles, uh, is it Dave Johnson? Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson, excuse me, Dave Johnson, former PRP principal. Uh, But Brian Johnson has that pro-Power 5 mix that I think is what Stoops wants more than anything out of this, is give me some of the pro stuff where we're going to still run the ball, but I need to be able to get it to my playmakers, and I need somebody who knows that, like, okay, we can run the quarterback against Power 5 defenses where we're going to see different looks week to week we're going to see uh not just the same sort of scheme like you're going to have to deal with a 3-3-5 every once in a while like you're going to have to deal with a lot of different looks and you got to be very malleable week to week um johnson from the eagles uh, also had experience with mullen at florida so uh i'm starting to to like that guy if if that can be done if that can be made possible uh it you know as a Not the first name you've heard in this offensive coordinator coaching search.
1: Yeah, and you just look at, like, the Eagles are just straight kicking ass, right? And they're doing some really cool stuff on offense. They're kind of the new – like, Nick Sirianni's like the new Sean McVay. Um, And so I think that's all intriguing. And, like, the SEC experience sticks out here uh, with this time with Dan Mullen at Mississippi State in Florida. And we've mentioned Dan Mullen as a candidate. I think there's a lot – like – with him that you would like mm-hmm. but but like nick my problem with this he's nfl coaches man like you have to wait so long
0: yeah it's true
1: you know you need a quarterback and so like are you going to pull the trigger on a quarterback before you hire an offensive coordinator uh, i mean uh, i mean there's going to be a lot of like, back channel kind of communicating here but that's all a uh, the thing you have to deal with right now i mean it's makes it all it makes it really really complicated And it's like we said. I believe in the rapid reaction. This is the timing is not great. It's bluntly, it's very, very poor timing here to go through a coaching search with all this other stuff they're trying to figure out. I mean, it's got to be heads on a head on a a swivel at three six two four seven three six five over there in the facility about what they're doing. And so they've got on
0: on three six five, not two four seven. Like it. Well, whatever. (laughs) Okay. Get your branding right, all right? We're on three.
1: But, right, you know, like, there's just <laughs> there's just a lot going on. in the, Mark Stoops paid big money to figure it out and got a lot of big things to figure out
0: right now. A lot's going to change between now and next week when we're recording. Uh, we're going to do a bowl show Sunday night. We'll touch on that later. A lot going on, but let's go ahead and get to some potential quarterback names. And I, I I'm curious like it because it is, um, it's hard to navigate because initially you could connect some dots with Rich Kingroll, right? Like, okay, this guy is he worked with Rich before. We we had kind of a, an easy layout. This feels much more like a blank canvas. So, I'm curious where your where where your brain took you in assembling this quarterback transfer big board. Personally,
1: it's just names available. Okay, like I can't. (laughs) I'm not going to sit here and speculate on uh, guys I think might transfer. So, like this is going to be a running post, Nick. Like we're going to update this throughout the the cycle. And as guys come in, I'll add them. I'll prob- I probably, I think my plan is to update this once a week until Kentucky has their quarterback. But that's that's really the thought process here: is to just have an official place we can all go and be like, this is the quarterbacks, and to provide some information on these quarterbacks that's easy for you to find and consume. And so that's what we did today. We went and Luckett Scouting Agency did some work for you. Okay, and now <laughs> we're here. So, really, we got four names here, Nick. And I think everybody knows who these names are. I think we've talked about them on the show and other okay. shows on the KSR um, YouTube channel. Hudson Carr to Texas. Oh. talked about him a lot. Hmm. Ne- McNamara at Michigan. Hmm. And then Hank Bachmeyer was a name Matt linked down as an option. Hank. And then um, Brett Gabbard, who Kentucky played against week one. Now. Hudson Card's going to be one of the more popular quarterbacks, I think, in the portal.
0: Yeah, I, do, I agree. Top,
1: top one hundred recruit. Um, he's got off script playmaking ability. He started multiple games at Texas, and he's kind of gotten a bad hand dealt at Texas. Commits mm-hmm. to play for Tom Herman. Sits one year behind Sam Ellinger. Tom Herman leaves. Sark comes in. Um, Sark starts him immediately, and then pulls him, um, and then and then he goes out and lands Quinn Ewers and Arch Manning. So he really hasn't, Carr really hasn't gotten a completely fair shake there in Austin, and so he's on the move. He'll be a redshirt junior next year. He's got three years of eligibility left. A lot of teams are are gonna be looking at him, and so that's gonna be a, I think, a probably heated recruitment. McNamara, like Michigan, to the playoff last year. He also kind of got an unfair shake. It was a battle with JJ McCarthy. He gets injured. McCarthy takes over and writes out. Now it's a couple weeks ago. it Was reported he that McNamara suffered a major knee injury. but they're not saying what. Right. He had surgery in November. Had surgery like two weeks ago.
0: Oh yeah. So
1: he's out spring ball. Not idea. And, and then you have to like, how big is this knee injury? Like, is it an ACL? Is he going to be able to play? starting next year? Like, what? Well, you got to be careful with that. Whoever whoever gets him. And Bruce Feldman has leaked out Iowa is to watch, one to watch there.
0: Oh man, that could be such a train wreck. Right? Well, like, you'd have to I assume
1: I was making a play caller change, I would assume. I mean, I we'll know. just see. It,
0: it's 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 a Rorschach Shack testing, right? Like you get worse at throwing a football when you put that jersey on. Like that's just how it works. So, I I feel for the guy. Although like if you did I mean, just think of it doesn't take much to like you it shouldn't take a whole lot to make off, uh, Iowa decent at offense, just average. So um, that that would I, I would be interested to watch that unfold if he does get healthy. Um, I I also would wouldn't mind having a quarterback named Hank because like, but like, is not Hank just the opposite of a quarterback's name? Like Hank is the oh god, Hank is the name of a dude who's like uh, an offensive guard, right? Who's just pulling down the line. With the mullet falling and busting head. like Hank, Hanks are not quarterbacks. My, Mike linebacker. Like do you do you have do you know any Hanks in your life? Because I I know a Hank and Hank is just a, a big old sob, right? Like he, he's he's it's good funny. Old
1: it's funny you say that. If Taylor and I ever have a second son, Hank is going to be – Henry is going to be the name, and we're calling him Hank.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so a tank. you so you will know
1: one uh, maybe down the road someday. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I just yeah now Bachmeyer's interesting because he started early, played a lot, but he left his team this year, and the team got better when he left. Now there was a lot of they changed those in the middle of the year, and that's why he left because they fired the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Uh, so or not left just kind of like took a redshirt year and transferring. I think right. there's there's reasons to like him. He's got I think a lot of it's going to be like schematically fit. He doesn't have the biggest arm. Um, but he's a good decision maker, and he can he can really kind of create velocity on some shorter throws. Um, but he's not mobile at all, uh, really, and so you're not getting any of that from him or McNamara, really. Uh, whereas Hudson Carr can really he can create as a scrambler and create yards for you that way. Uh, and, but you're not getting that with Bachmeyer or McNamara. But there's kind of like I would assume multiple Power Five schools are going to be interested in Bachmeyer because he. Can be a quality quarterback, but that's really the like you got to be patient here, Nick. You know you got to make if you pull the trigger on someone, you got to make sure
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's someone that's going to be good for you. But you also got to be careful and the uh, like make sure you get someone right. You yeah. don't want to you don't want to get up. You, you can't Drakowitz territory where you get to the late in the cycle and you don't really have anyone like Missouri did Same. last year.
0: Same thing with Kenny Payne, right? Waiting around for guards, sure, yeah. never getting any. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's a it's a tricky game you play, but that's kind of where we're at right now, playing the waiting game a little bit. Uh, the portal does not officially open until December fifth, so we okay. will get a little bit of time to to add to that. So at least we got the base laid uh, to get ready for the onslaught. Um, and in the meantime, we've got games being played this weekend, which like it. Rivalry weekend is maybe my favorite college football weekend because you do get you start with Egg Bowl, you get a great Friday slate, great Saturday slate. Um, you know, I know you love Labor Day weekend, but I, I, I'm I'm a big fan of the the intensity of Rivalry weekend. Yeah, Rivalry's up there. That's an old uh, timer. But Championship weekend is without a doubt the worst. Uh, it it consistently produces awful games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I, I, the the worst part is too is since there aren't as many games, any sort of pregame or any, you know like I, I'm just it's a natural reaction to just turn on College Game Day Saturday mornings, the whole show is just going to be playoff talk because the games just aren't that not a lot of pop in those games. So uh, and they
1: took my match championship off off Friday nights, then, and so now it's lost that? in the shuffle at noon. Oh,
0: well, I, I'll probably that, that'll be fun though because. What, what's the nooner game? Is it Big 12? Yeah. That's going to be Big Noon. Uh, Pac-12. I think, should, I think
1: CSAs, I think they're all at that time. i had have to look up what time Sunbelt is.
0: Pac-12 should be fun Friday night.
1: Uh, I... With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice,
0: in both the Big 12 and the Pac-12. Because, like, I mean, they're playing the same team again. And those are two teams. Like, why would you ever want to play a Utah or a Kansas State twice, right? Like, those are just some gritty, hard-ass teams that are hard-ass outs, that are physical, punchy in the mouth. And I'm just preparing for both to play spoiler. I've already got a money on parlay on both of them. Um, because that's what that's what this four-team playoff needs. It needs yeah. some late chaos before we send it off, fire it into the sun and get a twelve teamer.
1: Yeah, here's the schedule here. All right, on Saturday. Well yeah, COSA Saturday night or Friday night at seven thirty. Um and then now like last year we got that UTSA WKU game. That was which awesome. was an outstanding football game. Yeah, um, yeah. North Texas UTSA probably won't be as exciting this year. No. Um, no. But you noon you got Toledo, Ohio and K State TCU. Then at three thirty you got Coastal Troy on ESPN. Nice. I'm gonna be try to be tuned in for most of that. Let's go, Coach Sumner. Four o'clock SEC. Um, four o'clock is also the Mountain West, which is Fresno State, Boise State, which is the most like blah Mountain West championship I can remember. <laughs> all right. Because that conference has just been bad, pretty lame this year. Um, Dude,
0: that, that's a good uh, before bowl season begins. You, you, if you faded them at all during the tournament, NCAA tournament, this might be a fade the Mountain West during bowl season. Yeah.
1: And then UCF, Tulane, 4 o'clock as well. And then the night games, Big Ten, Clemson, North Carolina at the same time. Do you think uh, – what do you think about you're going to be on the Purdue 16-and-a-half dog? I think that's what I like the most. Of this what, how much is it? 16-and-a-half per my little score app here. Like, I think Michigan's winning, but I can see Purdue hanging around, keeping it close.
0: Yeah, Michigan hasn't
1: been super explosive like we saw them last week until – Except for that. the
0: Ohio State game, yeah, yeah. and and also the get-up factor for that game, um, yeah.
1: You just, but Harbaugh's going to run it up if he gets a chance, just because of the brownie points. That would be the one concern. But yeah, they might just, but they might just shelf Quorum.
0: Yeah, and just run right. the damn ball. For, yeah, for quarters. Um, I I'd like to be at that game, but uh, you know, you, you can only pick so much fights in a marriage, and I'm just not going <laughs> to. That's a, that's a that's a battle I'm not getting into. Uh, I understand. But I'm going to be. I'm going to be cheering them on uh, from afar. Uh, I also wonder. Then you got a busy day Sunday coming. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and also Aiden, Aiden O'Connell. You know, he he's not with the team a ton this week, so I, I'm I'm not sure exactly. What's that mean? Is he hurt? Sick? No, no, no. His his brother passed away. Oh, I, so, I didn't see that. Okay. Yeah. So that he they were pretty emotional after the game uh, for him. Um, <laughs> You know, Jeff never gets emotional, and he even he was, you know, teary out in the post game press conference. So I, I'm hoping we get some sort of emotional bump. Uh, but yeah, that that one, uh, I'm hoping for that. But I, I just Purdue to hang around, and be close, get some chaos elsewhere. Um, maybe Matt, then-
1: Maybe we'll just see a Dabo like temper tantrum. They lose to Carolina.
0: That that would be beautiful. Uh I would also like to see John Sumrall get a dub. Is Grayson McCall? He's probably out. Is that correct?
1: Jamie Chadwell said today if he played he would be out. They're gonna try. It but it sounded like
0: he's highly doubtful. Probably out. Which that can just, Sumrall can just sit on that, make it a meat grinder of a game. You know speaking like, of
1: Chadwell, is no one ever gonna hire him? <laughs> like
0: why can't he get a <laughs> damn job, man? Sheesh. I mean, what's, what's um are there any others that are coming up? I mean, we'll have to see how the rest
1: of the cycle goes. I thought Georgia Tech made a lot of sense, and it sounded like he didn't get much of a sniff there.
0: What's Tech – what are they doing with that? They, they promoted Key,
1: Brent Key. They did. I think they got – they were going to – like all signs were pointing to Willie Fritz, but I think there were some financial demands he wanted, and the um, the academias sounded like they got cheap. Um, I haven't <laughs> dug too deep. I'll dig deeper into that, but that's what I think happened. But, Yeah. So they just promoted Brent Key, which he's got connections and he can recruit a little bit. I'll be interested to see his staff. If he builds a good staff, I might be in on him. They host Louisville week one next week, or next year, Nick. Hmm, Interesting. Louisville goes on the road again, so that could be potentially a tricky spot for Louisville if Key can get something something going there.
0: uh, I know it doesn't affect us too much out here, but that Stanford job, I don't know what's gonna come of it. Um I'm glad David Shaw did step down though, because that was getting bad. Especially after mm-hmm. so much success. Like just get 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 We well, didn't want to make
1: any changes. I mean that was kind of the thing. Bronco Mendenhall was third on the odds there. And he seems like a great fit for yeah, that job. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know like Virginia's kind of it's not Stanford, but it's got kind of some of the same restrictions and he kinda figured it out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he could get some more portal like leeway where he could go out and get some transfers, I could and he fits kind of the Stanford stick, I think. Um, I think they, that would be a good hire uh, of all the guys I've seen. But, yeah, we'll see what they do.
0: We shall see what they do. Um, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to watching more madness unfold. Uh, we don't know exactly what the schedule will be like, but uh as Luck had alluded to on Sunday, we're going to get the long selection day. Uh, if This might be why I hate championship weekend, because it's followed by a stupid Sunday, and that is the – this Sunday is the worst. We're just sitting around all damn day. They do their playoff show at, what, 1230, 1 o'clock. It takes them a half hour. five to, hours. Yeah, they announce four teams. Then we got to wait another four hours. It's like, just let it all roll out. Um, but it's gonna it's gonna take a long time. Uh, but I would expect we would know Kentucky's bowl fate in between four and six o'clock. Once we do, and the news is live, uh, Luckett, Drew, Frankel, and I will be on the KSR YouTube channel live. Uh, while discussing it all,
1: while I'm watching Joe Burrow carve up the Chiefs,
0: literally. <laughs> all right, Luckett. We well, the- I mean,
1: we've talked about live shows, like watching a game, maybe potentially that maybe maybe a KSR feature. Well, you're gonna get it. The bowl show because I'm going to be watching the Bengals and the Chiefs, um, biggest <laughs> Bengals game of the year, and we're going to be breaking down where we're going for the bowl. But it worked, from, it worked be, out. I well can for do two him, things
0: at once for him last year. Um, if you had to make one final prediction, like like where things stand, because I do not think it's going to be Nashville. I know Matt
1: reported that that's the most likely, I guess, but I don't think it's going to be Nashville.
0: Well, I think he's emphasized that that's what Kentucky wants.
1: Yeah, but they're going to don't make. Think,
0: they're not. In the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's but, what like, I was gonna say. The, the 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 thing is though, is Kentucky is kind of far down in the pecking order, mm-hmm. and a lot of teams are gonna want it because it's in a coveted window. Like it's the lead in to the college football playoff on ESPN.
1: Yeah. Here's what I know, right? LSU is probably out of the New York New Year six now, mm-hmm. depending on rankings and who Citrus wants. It's gonna come down to them in South Carolina. South Carolina hasn't been in that bowl game a while, so Citrus might want to pull the trigger on them. Um, Now, if South Carolina's not in the Citrus, they want to go to Jacksonville because it's closer for their fans. Um, But typically, the SEC wants someone in Tampa ahead of that. So what I think is going to happen is one or two LSU, South Carolina's going to be in Orlando, Tampa. That Mississippi State is next in line. Like you could say, they're eight and four, four and four, and they're in the top twenty-five. They're gonna get yeah. a good bowl game. They're gonna go to Jacksonville.
0: Um, so there's three. Oh, that was Lamar Jackson's final game. Yeah, lost to yeah. Mississippi State. Yep.
1: Yeah. Okay. Now you go over to Ole Miss is next. They're in the next eight and fourteen. Yeah. Ole Miss is gonna want to go to Nashville. Right. It's close. They're it's really close. The Music City Bowl. Yeah. The thing I'm the the whole the biggest wild card to me is this Las Vegas Bowl. Um, I kind of did my – I kind of wrote it out how I think it'll happen. I think UCLA is going to play in that Las Vegas Bowl. So it's going to be a ranked team. If it's not UCLA, it'll be like Oregon State. Or, it's going to be a, like a good Pac-12 team. I don't think the SEC – is the SEC going to be cool with like sending 6-6 six and six Florida out there? Right. Right. Or are they going to want one of these – get
0: early – like that's going to be the first big early bowl game of the season. Or are they
1: going to want one of these other – Teams go. Will they? Will they maybe force some Ole Miss or Mississippi State to go out there? Would they maybe all right say to Kentucky? You know, you your top options away. We need to send you out to Vegas, Uh, just because we we need somebody. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe they would. Maybe they wouldn't. That they. So my pick right now would be Memphis
0: or Vegas. If if Oregon states the team, that's where Mitch was before he came to Kentucky. Mitch might just like put his foot down and say, sorry, Mark, like you're, you're losing a recruiting weekend. Let's make this happen. Uh, I don't know if that'll be the case, but.
1: Yeah, I just, it's going to, someone is going to throw an absolute fit over this on Sunday. I mean, it might be, it could be Kentucky, um, the ones throwing the fit. Uh, from For me personally, Nick, I would love either Memphis or Vegas. Yes, yes. Vegas would be awesome just because it's Vegas. We get to go there. There's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff going on. Yep. It'd
0: be fun to go in that stadium too. Like, yeah, it's Vegas. And so,
1: yeah, it'd just be fun. It'd be a fun time. And you get it out of the way so we can focus on
0: mm-hmm. some other stuff. Holidays, going. all, you know, like, like it. We have cool jobs. Um, but that week that you all are sitting at home not working between Christmas and New Year's, like, we're grinding. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's, 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 we're grinding usually in somewhere exotic, but like, that week of work in Orlando last yeah. year, you know, like it's, yeah, or, it's a lot.
1: like I wouldn't mind spending the 26th through the 29th in Memphis. Like that would be yeah. fun. Short drive. I I like Memphis a lot. The time I went, I think it's a fun time. Stadium's not the nicest, but like we would have we would have a good time on Bill Street. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think those are the two options. So and we'll we'll see. And I think Baylor would be the opponent in Memphis. Um
0: which Baylor, that's a game you can grind out as well. Um, UCLA would be be tough to win it. You can't win in a shootout against them. But who knows with Woody back there slinging it around. Yeah,
1: I, I guess that's the assumption, right? Is that Scott Woodward's probably going to call the plays during the bowl game. The real thing I want to, I think we're speaking with Mark Stoops on Monday. Yes. Nick, there's not going to be, there might be a teleconference with the bowl game. Right. I'm not sure we'll get anything out of him regarding the coaching change. stuff. So yeah. we'll have yeah. to wait for Monday for that. So we'll find all that. Now, my big question is like, is Eddie Grant going to coach running backs? Like you bringing him back or what do you do there? You know? And then. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear. Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check planning for what's next and how to save for it. That's where bank of America can help for your financial to do's. Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I guess we got to see are other changes coming. If they come out, when are they going to come? The thing about the Vegas Bowl, you can let those coaches just say they're going to get rid of Yenzer. I'm not sure they are. But well, if they well, did, like they can let him fell. coast the, He can coast the bowl game, and then you can do that after. There's yeah. some. There's some pros to it. It's just the recruit. You, you're giving up a an ov weekend because you're going to be in Vegas. Here's the thing, though. Look, who the hell do they have lined up for these ov's anyway? Jordan Louis is supposed to be one of. He's scheduled one for that weekend. He's a three-star running back. there in out that was committed to West Virginia, um,
0: but it sounds like they're they're probably an
1: underdog there. It sounds like. North Carolina's the favorite. But, yeah, I mean, I, I hear you.
0: You know what I mean? Like, this isn't like the 2021 class, or 22 class where you got all these dudes coming in, you know? Um, yeah, you're not trying to close on Dion Walker. Right.
1: right. I think he visited on that weekend. Like, he yeah. had that visit, and then he came back, and Michigan, like, stopped Olden him on was- his way back and brought him up to Ann Arbor and tried to, right.
0: like, make one more last pitch, and then he picked Kentucky. But, yeah, you're right. Like, <laughs> that's – that's so, I, I, I'm – I'm anxious. I'm excited. I, I think with the Vegas Bowl, it could have a similar feel to that that Phil Fulmer Gator Bowl snafu from a few years ago, where yeah, I'm I'm cool with anything. I just I would rather not te- he, Texas,
1: and I don't think they'll send Kentucky to Texas, but like no, Liberty, Vegas, that. Nashville, five me. yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it. I just don't think it's going to be Nashville. I think it's
0: going to be Liberty or Vegas. Yeah, and there is something, too, about Nashville that I think Kentucky fans, uh, we've gotten our fill of Nashville over the years. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, maybe, that's the tournaments there every year. Right, and and so, uh, I mean, they're playing in a neutral site basketball game. I think, is that next year or the year after? You know, like, it, there's, there's to, a lot. We, we go, go to Nashville. All, yeah, I go to
1: Vandy every other year. That Vandy game's in September this year, week four. So, I think that's going to have – people are going to want to go to that because it's earlier in the year and it's going to be warm as opposed to – Mm-hmm. That, like you could have, and we're going <laughs> Nick. We go there SEC media days. so we yeah. can literally go <laughs> New Year's, um, SEC tournament, July, September. We can
0: make four Nashville trips this year. Yeah, and I'm also uh, I, I'm I'm not like back in my day it was better, but like my goodness, the the way that Broadway is now is just I, I yeah. See, I just go to the um, what's it uh, Midtown. The yeah, 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 that's that's that, um, that's, that's more uh, my speed. Or right even now. even like the blocks that are off of it, right? Like uh, Printer's Alley, is yeah. Fun. Like those places are not. But like the big honky tonks, like God, it just yeah.
1: Ugh. When I had,
0: we stayed down there, like
1: we went to the Vandy game in 2019 and had a lot of fun. Um, just going, going out in Midtown. We stayed in Midtown, just stayed over there. Um, it was a lot, a lot of fun.
0: I, I will say. The other the other downer about Nashville too, it was cold as hell for that game that last Music City Bowl that Benny still got. Yeah, it was. It, it was. it was really cold. Uh, I mean, it'll
1: be cold in Memphis too. That's the thing about Vegas. We'll be inside. Vegas is it'll be Vegas in December. I've been to Vegas twice in December. Mm-hmm. It's like fifty-five degrees, sixty degrees both times. So like wow. it was chilly, but not like super cold. And you'll be inside for the hell. We'll be inside the whole time. I mean, you won't. Yeah, you go outside a little bit, but most of the time you're uh, partaking in activities inside.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, I haven't been, but I can. I can imagine. I yeah. can imagine. It's a good time. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's exciting. We we got a lot of wheels spinning, um, and they're going to keep on spinning. We're going to keep you locked in for it all on the KSR YouTube channel. Just keep it locked right here. We'll keep you updated all season long. Uh, For Adam Mulligan, I'm Nick Rouse. So long, and we'll see you later. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at choppacasino.com.